going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nock, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? And our tech stuff, welcome, by the way, to the show, tech stuff. Oh, thank you. First time, long time. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this, as you see, I'm still on this powerful cell phone doing strong podcasting, but we have good news. We have good news. It's called a new computer arrived today. And, you know, you're fired because as tech stuff guy, you're supposed to fix it and set it up. But uh, did you get an Apple like I told you to? No, I didn't get an Apple because I wanted to get an Apple. I wanted to get one very strongly. But they, they said to me, sir. You know, my strong evangelicals, they said, sir, Apple, it's run by a gay named Tim Cock, Tim Cock, <laughs> Apple, and the He's evangelicals, cock, yeah. excuse me, excuse mm-hmm. me, and they said, sir, the evangelicals were very strong for me, they're not going to like you supporting a LGBTQ CEO, it's a lot of letters, uh, named Tim Cock. So instead, you know, and, and you know, I'm very angry with Adele, uh, who, by the way, never apologized for a horrible computer. And she was doing a concert with Oprah last night. So she does. You see the disrespect? It's like, you know, and she lost weight. So I give her respect for that. Uh, but now she's dating a black. Have you seen this? She's dating like a LeBron friend. And I, have not. I, think that's, I didn't know this. I, you know, Le- LeBron's agent is dating Adele. And so obviously he likes terrible computers, but he's African-American and yet Adele lost all the weight. And I thought that would have been a deal breaker for, for the African-American community. But the point is, maybe they'll go after Liz Cheney next to, as you know, we called her a pug. But uh, she was out there singing. She was, excuse me, she was singing like not a care in the world as if she hadn't ruined a president's computer. So I instead decided, instead of going with Tim Cock from Apple or Adele with their horrible computers, I talked to a very strong Korean gentleman. His name is Sam Sung. And I thought that was nice because, you know, oh, Adele, you're a singer. Well, guess what? I've got a guy whose name is Sung. Okay. And (laughs) Samuel Sung said, you got the computer for you. And I said, okay, well, he sounds very confident in his product. So. I never met an Asian man named Samuel. <laughs> well, he goes by Sam. No, he shortens it to Sam. <laughs> and they're very efficient. They're very efficient people. They're like, <laughs> Samuel, no, call me Sam. He said, he said that to me. So call me Sam, sir. <laughs> he did say, sir. <laughs> and uh, he said, I will send you a Samsung computer, sir. <laughs> and so now I have a Samsung you know, who doesn't sing, by the way. How funny is that? He doesn't sing. He's very tough, though. And we hope his computer works strongly. We also sent, he also sent me a tablet, okay? You know, Moses had the those tablets. You, yes. You know. Yes. This ta- Let me tell you, this is a lot better than... You can fit a lot more than 10 commandments on the <laughs> Samsung tablet. So we have a strong tablet. We have a strong computer with very strong Samsung uh, Adele, we have no respect for you or your African-American boyfriend who, you know, sort of betraying the longstanding culture of blacks and, you know, 
Liz Cheney types. And uh, but you know we're, we're, we're so so next week, our great listeners they're going to be able to hear and see me on a powerful, very honorable Korean computer named after their founder, Samuel Sung. <laughs> Uh, Samuel song sounds like the greatest. I think you know you you here for history. I think that's the greatest opening we've ever had on this podcast. I agree. I agree. It's up there. It's definitely up there. Oh my gosh, uh, Mr. President! Besides getting a new computer going with Mr. Samsung's computer, um, how's everything else going? The family good? Ivanka's hot. Melatonin's asleep. Couldn't be better than that. Even That's good to country, hear. Even though our country is going to hell, you know this, you know this, maybe better than most because you get to listen to the show. Now you get to be part of it. You know, they keep sending me new tech stuff, people. But uh, now I got one who's a Jets fan. So that's obviously yep. you're not sort of a low talent person if you're a Jets uh, fan. <laughs> yeah, I agree on that one. You know, um, Jets fans should all fly Jet Blue because they're always sad. Yeah, well, it's uh, we're a young team. Give us a year or two, or we're cursed oh, and we'll never win a championship ever again. Maybe they should, be, you know, Jeffrey Epstein would have would have liked that. <laughs> young Jets team. <laughs> well, he had a jet and he liked them young, so you know he'd often have young young people on his jet. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to talk to you, January fifth committee. Um, they're coming for you. Did you just call it January 5th? What did I, I call the January 5th? I'm sorry. I'm, I, I told you before, I have no sleep last night. January 6th committee. I'm sorry. Um, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, July 3rd, our independence <laughs> day. Right? You know, remember that? Remember? No, it's July 4th. You, I'm sorry. You always remember. I got no sleep pa- last night. Excuse me. Any patriot, any real patriot should know the most important days of patriotism in our country. January 6th, probably even right. more important than Jan- July 4th. I should have had a coffee before this. I'm sorry. Um, so the committee is after you, and Steve Bannon um, is indicted and now contempt of Congress. He would rather go to jail than talk. Um, that is a true ride or die. Does he have Trump? tattooed on the small of his back because that is a true bro i mean i don't think the bloods and the crypts would be as loyal to each other as steve bannon is to you well we support bloods and cripples uh (laughs) but i would say you know steve bannon you can't threaten him with prison have you have you looked at him have you seen steve bannon now if i went to prison they'd be like this guy's so powerful and handsome we have to we have to give it to him in his ass but they look at steve bannon and they go uh we'll pass we will pass well nobody it's not worth it it's not worth dominating and getting prison respect to have to get up in steve bannon's backside so you think it would be looked at, uh, people would be looked down on you if you made Steve Bannon your bitch? I think so. They'd be calling you Bannon Yogurt. <laughs> That's what they'd be calling you? That'd be the nickname in prison, Bannon Yogurt? 
Have you spoken to him since he uh, has pulled this off and he's not going to talk? I don't actually know this, Steve. You're going Carl Bannon. Steve Bannon, you don't you don't know him? You know, I know a lot of people. I, I think he, you know, <laughs> worked for me in some capacity. I, I think I think what he's doing is great. I think that he's obviously a patriot, so we respect him. But I don't. I don't I don't, you know, Ben, Ben, Stephen, I don't really, you know, sort of, I know a lot of people. Do you think the rest are going to follow in his footsteps? Because there's this four more, right? Three more gentlemen and one, and one lady who has also been named by the committee. Sounds like a movie I watched last night. (laughs) Do do you think that uh, they are going to follow? It was called Three Men and a Little Lady. It was a delightful 80s comedy. I don't know why that was so funny to you. Tom Sel- was that Tom Selleck in that? It's a favorite of Mike Pence. Boy, does he love him from Tom Selleck. <laughs> he always says to me, sir, look how strong Tom Selleck is, sir. Not as strong as you, sir. Were you more of a fan of Three Men and a Baby or the sequel, Three Men and a Little Lady? Once you get the little lady, you can start to scout whether she's going to be hot or not. So it's you know, a baby. A baby can go in a lot of different directions, but uh, you know, once you get uh, a little lady, you can start to sort of see the talent developing. Now, I wanted to ask you. Uh, that, that's a serious topic. We've got some more serious topics in a minute. Have you spoken to your boy Kanye recently? Uh, we haven't spoken recently, but, uh, you know, I know he's, <clears throat> uh, he's expressed that, uh, I told him not to do this, but he had said that he sort of wants to get back with, uh, Kimothy, Kimothy Chalamet. Uh, and, Kim, Kim Kardashian, Kimothy Chalamet. No, that's what I excuse me. That's what I said. Listen okay. to the tape. Listen okay. to the tape. That's I'll listen back at it. Okay. So. I told him, you know, she's a lovely lady. You know, she she sucks a great criminal justice reform penis. <laughs> so I was I understand why he's committed, but I say Kanye, well, I call him Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah, I don't know if you can call him that, but I call him Yay. And I said to him, Yay, you gotta let the bitch go. You can't just say, excuse me, if you sit there and you're all Oh, I miss you. You look so weak and you'll, you'll lose Kimothy and you'll lose the next, you know, uh, attractive whore. What do you, you know, call like, your Kimothy? Well, okay. Ki- you know, you gave me grief about Samuel song <laughs> and now you're giving me grief about, excuse me that I like to be, call people by their full names. Sometimes it's called respect. Okay. okay? Frederick, see how I'm doing it for you, even though that, I didn't mean that. Fred, tech stuff, Fred. Wrong said, Fred, by the way. You're not too sexy for this podcast. <laughs> Bars. Oh. <laughs> Mr. President, did you hear who Kim Kardashian or Kimothy is dating these days? Uh, she's with like a Make-A-Wish kid, right? <laughs> it's Pete Davidson. This guy is like the the new Warren Beatty of Hollywood. This guy can get if, women. If, if Warren Beatty, if Warren Beatty were unattractive and uh, only dating unfa- like non-talented women, Warren Beatty, Warren Beatty was plowing. 
Orrin Beatty is probably, you know, if we're talking top three lovers in American history, we're talking in order, Orrin Beatty, Will Chamberlain, Donald J. Trump. And <laughs> I'm surprised you're third. No, no, that was, excuse me. That was in reverse order. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're fired. But uh, no, it was uh, Orrin Beatty. Have you ever seen Orrin Beatty? I've seen him. Yeah. He's a, he's a talented, is an Oscar winning, talented, handsome guy. Okay, just plowed Hollywood like it was like he was a patriotic farmer, just plowing. But the the thing is, is what he's a he's a good looking man. He's a leading man. I think it's impressive what Pete Davidson is doing because he is not a leading man. He's well, no, I think what's I think what's happened with these women in Hollywood is you remember, you remember like 15 years ago, they all have like an ugly purse dog. Yes. Well, I think Pete Davidson is the new ugly purse dog. They're like, oh, this season, have you gotten a skinny heroin looking guy to take care of and be nice to you? Well, that's you need to pick up a Pete Davidson for three weeks. You you think it's like that because it seems like he's moving through the woman, except for the engagement that was broken off. Was it Selena Gomez? And she broke that off. Uh, that's racist. That's very racist. It was Ariana Venti. Ariana Grande. That's right. Um, she broke that off, but I think every other relationship he's broken off and he, it's just every hot woman after every hot woman. It's, it's, I, I'm, I'm impressed. And I'm, and you're a real uh, ladies man. I'm, I'm, I don't know why you're not so impressed by him because he doesn't have your looks. He doesn't have your charm and he's still pulling off what you would do if you were his age. Okay. Well, you know what? I did a lot better than him. A lot more classy. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, no, I guess, I guess we can have some respect for, for Paul David. Uh, I was, I thought Paul Walker, rest in power. I thought Paul Walker was much more deserving of, of beautiful women than, um, than Steve Davidson. But, uh, Remember Paul Walker? People used to tell me I looked like yes. Paul Walker. Um, they, would say, they would say, sir, you're like a taller, stronger Paul Walker. I could see that you, you two can be related for sure. Like he could be my ugly younger brother? Something like that, yeah. Remember when my younger brother died of COVID? I, I I remember I didn't it's pretty random just to bring that up and you sounded kind of uh, cheery about it. Well, I'm a, I'm now I'm now upset because I'm thinking about the great <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> I'm thinking about the great Ralph Trump. Uh. <laughs> it's very tough, very tough to be without Ralph. Wreck it, Ralph. That's what we said at his funeral. We said, you really wrecked it, Ralph. Is this name Robert Trump? <laughs> well, now I'm upset, and I'd like to, maybe if you have a sponsor to talk about, because I, I need to compose myself, because uh, losing <laughs> losing my brother Richard Trump and hearing about... <laughs> Hearing about um, David, David Peterson 
having uh, sex with Kim Kimothy Kardashian is, uh, is upsetting. <laughs> okay, we do have a sponsor this week, Mr. President. Let me. Uh, that might be the first, uh, the funniest before ad episode so far um, of this history. Um, I, of keep the podcast. Getting, excuse me, I keep getting stronger. And if our people, we got a few new reviews, so we need to say thank you to the people who left nice five-star reviews. And, I saw and, that, yes. But not enough. And they're not telling their friends. They need to be, we're, we're, four, we're practically, we're almost four years into the show and we're having probably our best episode in history right now. Yes. What's Sleepy Joe doing? He's drooling and sleeping. Sleeping, that's We're right. We're getting stronger. We're getting stronger. So tell your friends, tell, sign the Patreon, uh, fuck Pete Davidson, you know, do all the things that you should <laughs> as a strong patriot. Uh, yes, it's patreon.com slash MPGA. Uh, people have been joining up recently. More sign-ins for the $5. Check it out. Binge it out. And then you'll uh, upgrade to $10, which usually happens. And uh, speaking, our live episode is this Sunday, December 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to Sunday again, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our live episode with our new president. New vice president should be a very exciting episode. Um, that's patreon.com slash MPGA. This is for the perfect 10, Sunday, 1221. Also, we are sponsored this week by betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is has a new interface, best for start of the basketball season. There's more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Betonline is a number one spot for all your sports gambling, and also there is a casino as well. That's right. All your favorite casino games, blackjack, poker, uh, craps, whatever you like, it is there. Basketball, football, baseball. Well, baseball, not anymore, but basketball, football. It's an old read. Uh, we didn't get a new copy yet. <laughs> NHL, boxing, UFC. <laughs> All your favorite Vegas casino games as well. Head to their new website. That's right. BetOnline.ag to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. That's 50% more than your original deposit only on your first deposit use promo code clns50 bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and casino games bet online where the game starts betonline.ag so oh my gosh i'm crying from before now mr oh, president it's very, it's very upset it's very upsetting <sighs> You know, with Ricky, Ricky Trump, Ricky Trump is so sad, so sad. I wanted to talk to you uh, about Alex Jones. Are you a fan of Alex Jones? I think fan is a little strong, but I think he's a talented guy. I think he's sort of, he's like a renegade version. He's like where Rush Limbaugh and Joe Rogan meet, you know, he's sort of, <laughs> strong conservative, but also like a tough libertarian from Texas. So he's, uh, he's a talent. He's a talent and he's shown great respect for me. So, I, you know, I think, I think you could say, I think you could say I'm a fan. I think you could say that very strongly. Well, you know what, um, when he was saying all those things about Sandy hook and saying it was fake and there were crisis actors and all those things that he was talking about and, let me tell you something. I once, 
I once uh, a woman named Sandy Hook once. Uh, I don't want to say I want to keep this classy, but was, I'll use a euphemism, a euthanasia. We use like a nice word. Yes, of course. Yes. I'll use a euthanasia. Uh, she <laughs> licked my asshole. I think I said that in a nice enough way. Sandy nice. Hook. Sandy Hook. She was, you know, they called her Sandy. I don't know what her real last name was, but she was, she hung out uh, by the beach and she was very attractive, but she had one hand missing because she had cheated on a mob boss and he cut off her hand and put a hook there, but she was still very talented. So, Sandy Hook. No. Well, brings up memories that you, you're getting choked up over Sandy Hook. Well, you know what? They t- excuse me. They, you know what? Everybody says I made fun of a disabled reporter. You remember this where they said I made fun? And I would never yeah. do that. I would never do that because after what Sandy Hook did for me on my on my 16th birthday, <laughs> tastefully and respectfully licking my ass, even though she had a hook, I grew to be very respectful and appreciative uh, of people who, who have disabilities. Okay, I'm surprised so, you'd even go with a woman with a hook, to be honest with you. I think well, you would think honest, that's lower than you. Okay. Well, honestly, she, she hit it at first. So I was upset at first. <laughs> it was in her pocket the whole time, and then she took it out. Right. And I, I thought to myself, that's, you know, that's false advertising. But, but she was talented, <laughs> and she worked hard. And I grew to appreciate what she could do, despite having a hook for a hand. So... Uh, we respect Sandy Hook, and I won't have Alex Jones disrespecting Sandy Hook because she's a talented lady. Rest, you know, rest in peace. We had to, eventually she got pregnant, and we had to kill her. Sorry, I'm getting upset again. Sixteen years old. Oh no, I went back for my set. You know, seventeenth birthday. Uh, you know, okay. yeah. Some people say, oh, I like to go to the Cheesecake Factory. We love it. And by the way, we love our factory workers, okay, who did very well under my administration. But uh, some people go to Chuck E. Cheese. You know, Jeff Epstein would go to Chuck E. Cheese for his birthdays. You know, you mm. have a favorite place that you go to. And I would go to Sandy Hook, uh, you know, on my 17th birthday. But it's one thing to hide a hook for a hand. You can forgive that. You know, but when Sandy Hook said, uh, yes, sir, I'm actually on birth control. And then you find out three months, you know, six months before your 18th birthday that Sandy Hook is carrying a possible Trump baby with a hook, maybe for a hand. We had to take care of it because that's lying about birth control is a lot worse than lying about having a hook for a hand. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We had to we had to execute her, and uh, it was not an easy decision. It was very, uh, I would say, it was almost sad. Sounds very sad. So Alex Jones, I don't like the fact that he's talking uh, poorly about Sandy Hook, and uh, I should have a talk with him just to make sure that he understands that that's not okay. Not okay with his president. Okay, we're just gonna get to the next story. <laughs> Okay. Oh, why? What? What is? Well, Sandy Hook may be a woman that you were uh, had relations with, but Sandy Hook was uh, an infamous school shooting that happened that 
Uh, Alex Jones said that it wasn't real. There was a lot of fake things that happened with it. And, um, and then the, the families who, who lost their loved ones filed the defamation suit against Alex Jones and lost. And now Alex Jones has to pay up to these families. I'm sure millions of dollars. You know, this is what happens when the woke, the woke left. You know, it's they uh, all of a sudden. You know, the crisis actors. You know, a lot of the actors are are left wing. You know, not like John Voigt and Vince Vaughn. You know, these are these are real conservative, strong actors. But uh, crisis actors tend to be radical left wing, so it doesn't surprise me that they would. Uh, that they would sue somebody like Alex Jones. So, you know, I think the actors and so I mean, it's the, the, Oh, so you, okay. I, I see what you're saying. You, you believe Alex Jones. Well, I, you know, like, you, you know, really don't think there's a shooting there at that school. No, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. I'll speak. And then you can ask a question. Maybe okay. if I let you, I'm saying much like Aaron Rodgers, we need to do our own research. There might have been, excuse me, there, there very well might have been a shooting. And if there was, it's a tragedy. But I just think, you know, I would sue the school for using the same name as Sandy Hook, my, my former uh, um, lover, hooked prostitute friend who is now dead. Right. What about her? What about her? Nobody's talking about how she's dead. Honestly, this should be all about Sandy Hook, not the school, but your former prostitute lover, Sandy Hook. I don't know why she wasn't brought up in this. Alex Jones can say whatever he wants about school kids and murder and mayhem. But he'll have me to answer to if he says one crossword about the great Sandy Hook. Uh in other news, I'm sure you're going to be upset about this, but Biden signed his infrastructure bill, and it looks like it's going to go through. What are your thoughts on this? Because we know uh, you've had uh, every week is infrastructure week. Is that, is that, was that your quote? Um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, obviously, we're challenging all the Republicans who voted for it. And here's the thing. As you know, I'm in real estate, I'm in building a lot better than a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, it's good if you have the right people in charge. Sleepy Joe is not the right person to be in charge of our infrastructure. And I think that one thing that I would say about Sleepy Joe, that he's not gonna tell you. You know who's gonna use when they repair all these bridges and tunnels and trains? There's going to be a lot of Americans using it, and that's a good thing. But what they're not telling, you know, nobody's saying this. Nobody's saying this. Isn't that wonderful? Blacks are going to use the bridges and the trains as well. Immigrants, well, we don't know where the hell they're from. They're going to be using bridges and trains and uh, all these infrastructures. There's no security. You could be a gangbanger on a train. You could be a rapist immigrant from... Mexico or Puerto Rico or the South Bronx. And nobody's saying a thing. 
they're just like, oh, infrastructure week. Sleepy Joe's not paying attention. So I think we need to let OAN and Newsmax and Fox, all of them know that before you know it, you're going to be on a train, a plane, and on a highway, and you're going to look over and you're going to see an immigrant just in a car using this new road to get to murder faster. Now he's going to get the road is going to be fixed and he's going to get to murder Americans faster. There's going to be an African-American on your train and it's going to be doing extra high speed. So when he throws you off the train, you're definitely going to die. So nobody's talking about this though. And it's a real disgrace what Sleepy Joe's done because I wanted to do infrastructure for real Americans. He's doing it for all sorts of other people who are questionable Americans. That's what we call them. So you think this infrastructure bill is going to lead to uh, murder and rape? More murder and rape. Uh, more efficient murder and rape, because now <laughs> African-Americans, Mexican immigrants, and uh, uh, trans people and whoever else does horrible crimes, they're going to get to go, they're going to go, oh, it, it usually, you know, the, when there was a pothole here, my car would hit the pothole and flip over and I would die and not be able to kill <laughs> strong Americans. <laughs> you are getting so emotional tonight. I mean, this infrastructure but, bill and you're. And but now, you know what they're going to say? Thank you, Sleepy Joe, because of this. Now I can drive in my stolen car with my group of diversity, African-Americans, trans and immigrants and murder a bunch of Americans because <laughs> We're now we're traveling on very safe infrastructure. It's a total disgrace, and it's a disgusting thing what's happening to our country. <laughs> very disgusting. Uh, Mr. President, I'm going to let you go. I just have two more stories for you. Have you been following the Kyle Rittenhouse trial? Remember this young man who went to the police, the streets on uh, his own, and Anybody who uh, listens shot two to this, people. Dead. Excuse me. Excuse yes. me. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows I have very powerful YouTube content. And when he gets acquitted, we're going to have one of the great parties on YouTube of all time. <laughs> we're going to play cool in the gang. That's right. I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to let that African American gang play music in my presence. Wow. Cool in the gang. They're going to be playing celebration. And, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse will, hopefully he'll go out and shoot some more people as a celebration. <laughs> and uh, I think it's it's horrible what they did to him, I, you know? Okay, so he, 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 I think he's innocent. I think he's a hero. I think he's an absolute hero. And I would be, if he was old enough, uh, I would put him on the ticket in 2024. Trump Slaughterhouse 2024. Wow. Okay. I had no clue, but um, hopefully uh, you'll get to meet him and um, bring him on in. Um, I want to talk to you about the crying fit. Did you see the crying fit by Kyle Rittenhouse when he was on the stand? Do you think that was a real cry? Do you think it was a fake cry? Do you think it was... Uh, what, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think it was a sneeze that never came out? It, it sort of looked like a sneeze that never came out, but I think he was being tough. Had he been radical left, <clears throat> okay, if he had been a trans immigrant woman man, he would have 
all the tears would have come out, but he fought them. He fought them so hard. And he was, it was very emotional. It was very emotional. And I respect that. Um, but I, you know, I think he was just fighting back the tears because he was being strong for all of us. And uh, I thought that was a beautiful thing. And for the, for the left-wing media and for people to be insulting him, LeBron James insulted <laughs> his tears. I think it was a total disgrace. A total and full disgrace. With a side of with a side order of disgrace. Okay. Supersized. <laughs> How can a side order be supersized? Have you never been to our great restaurant McDonald's? I have been, but you're if it's a side, isn't a side order smaller? So why would you want it supersized? French fries are by definition a side order. And then you say supersize the fries, you piece of shit. <laughs> okay. I didn't know you can just get supersized fries. Welcome to 1997. Next <laughs> stuff. We've been doing it at McDonald's for a while. Uh, I want to talk to you about the judge, Bruce Schroeder. What do you think about his comment? Um, he made a little racist joke about, uh, about Asian uh, Chinese delivery food. I don't see the pro- everybody cancel culture. All of a sudden, now you're a judge and you can't say anti-Asian jokes. Sudden, <laughs> oh, you're a judge. This is supposed to be serious. No joking about communities, right? No, it's, I think he's been a great judge. I think he's been very tough. Uh, and did you hear his phone ring? Did you hear? His I was. Ring I was ring? just going to bring that up. His ringtone was Lee Greenwood, which is uh, the Trump theme song for all your rallies. What are your thoughts on this judge? Since that was his ringtone. The only thing that would have made me prouder and that as a ringtone would have been if his ringtone had been the screams of radical left officers trying to keep peaceful patriots out of the Capitol <laughs> on January 6th. Imagine that one off during the trial. <laughs> <laughs> Judge, I think your phone is screaming patriotism right now. <laughs> They're trying to kill me. <laughs> You're both uh, screaming patriots. <laughs> the, 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 the sad radical left law enforcement cries trying to keep <laughs> patriots out of the Capitol. Ah, I think you have a call, Judge, and I think you're a great judge. <laughs> but I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I've got money. That, that's the new uh, remix. Okay. The last thing I want to talk to you about, Mr. President, is uh, we don't, we talked about Sesame Street last week uh, with uh, characters getting vaccinated. Now Sesame Street has released its first ever Asian American puppet, G Young. Um, what are your thoughts on this groundbreaking puppet, first ever Asian American puppet living on Sesame Street? I say it's it, it. This should have happened years ago. You know, I'm concerned. As you know, I'm very strong friends with many strong people in the Asian community, from Samsung to Kim Jong to the great man Shinzo Abe, and. I'm concerned that radical left, that pro-vaccine Sesame Street will not, 
I believe the char- I've heard the Korea- characters Korean, and they're very proud and they're very strong. Sam from Samsung to Kim Jong, it's a it's a proud. Well, it's two countries, but you know what I mean. It's the proud two sets of proud people. But what I'm concerned about is that Sesame Street is going to portray Koreans as sort of weak and radical left. Like, sh- oh, let's share and let's cross the street and let's a a real Korean puppet would have. Have to you be seen a picture of this show. puppet? Have you seen a picture of this puppet? It looks like really maybe only half Korean, to be honest. I, I was going to say, this puppet doesn't look very Korean to me. It, it looks just like all the other puppets. Well, that's the radical left. They're the real racists. So they're really <laughs> just saying, here's a white puppet, and we're going to make, we're going to say it's Korean. But I think what I would look for, what I think they should do, and I would respect, I don't think Sesame Street's going to do it, but I would respect them if they did it. Sesame Street Squid Game. You take this Korean puppet and he comes in and he, he, you know, Sesame Street's a dump. They got people living in garbage cans. So it's a piece of trash street. So these are people who'd probably be very into doing, you know, strong murder for money. And can you imagine that? Can you imagine Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch? My money would be on Cookie Monster because I think he's like a mindless beast. But I would, if, if this Korean puppet shows up, and turns it into Squid Game, I could respect that. But other than that, I think they're going to turn into some sort of radical left. And I think Koreans are going to be very offended when they see how they're treated by the radical left. Like, they're a tough, proud... You heard Samsung before. You yes. Heard Does that sound like... I heard Samuel. Who, no, Samuel sounds strong. Does that sound like a guy who wants to count treats and, and do numbers and alphabet on a street full of homeless puppets? I don't think so. Now, um, I have two questions for you. One, have you spoken to Xi or Shinzo on how they feel that this, this Asian-American puppet is not Chinese or Japanese, but Korean? Uh, Xi, because of Sleepy Joe, by the way, all mm-hmm. Sleepy Joe's fault, Xi is not talking to me right now. Oh That's, how angry he is. That's how angry he is with uh, Sleepy Joe. But Shinzo, my great friend Shinzo, uh, as you can imagine, given our great relations with Japan, he is very upset with Sesame Street. What do you say? Well, he said, you know, I, I said, did you, I said, Shinzo. And he said, sir, because he, you know, he calls me, sir. Of course he does. And I said, did you see what they did? Did you see they finally have an Asian puppet on Sesame Street? And it's Korean. And Shinzo, there was a long silence on the phone. And Shinzo, he's a man of few words, but he's he's friendly. But there was silence, and I actually got nervous. Because when Shinzo's silent, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then he came back, and he said, Donald Trump. He didn't even call me sir the second time, so I knew he was mad. Mm-hmm. And I, respect, I respected it, and he said, we are going to create a nuclear disaster on Sesame Street. And a nuke Sesame Street? 
I think he's going to nuke Sesame Street. I think that's how upset Shinzo is. And Shinzo is a great friend, and I, I tried to talk him down. And I, I, even I, as great a negotiator as I am, I don't know if I got him. I don't know if I was able to calm him down. I think he plans on. Remember, they had a the the nuclear disaster. Fuck you, Shima. <laughs> yes, it was. But yeah, yes, I remember that. Right, they had fuck you, Shima. And I'm like, a, oh, fuck, yeah. And. Yeah, that's what that's what Shinza said to me. He said, "Remember, fuck you, Shima. Fuck you, Sesame Street." <laughs> and I think he's gonna do it. I think he's gonna bomb Sesame Street with a nuke. Now, I don't know if you still speak to him, but did you speak to Kim Jong Un about him being Korean? This new character, he must have been thrilled. Kimothy, well, it's Kimothy Jong Un. <laughs> Yes, Kimothy Jong Un was. You know what? He wasn't happy. He said to me, "He looks South Korean," and he wanted to be North Korean. And I understand that. Uh, what the hell? What the hell? Other than Samsung, who we respect greatly. Yes. What the, who, who the hell is South Korea given us? North Korea has given us a beautiful relationship with Kim Jong Un. So I think Sesame Street is showing. I think Sesame Street's in big trouble, and I don't know if I would defend them if I was still the president. You know, according to the fake news, obviously I'm still the president. Of course. But I would. Uh, I think. I think. You know, you don't want Shinzo, and I can't even imagine how mad G is. If you think these guys are mad, G, G Willikers, he's probably <laughs> mad. But I will tell you this. Uh, I wouldn't want those guys mad. You know, they are mad and they are mad in a very passionate way. You know, that kind of way that you can't really reason with them. So yeah, but expect in the next week to two weeks for Sesame street to become a, a nuclear Holocaust street. <laughs> well, I sure hope not. Um, Mr. President, thank you once again for joining us this week. And I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you on Sunday, December 20, November 21st. I, I want to keep saying December, uh, November 21st, 8 PM Eastern. It's our live episode for the perfect 10 Patreon Patriots. So join up patreon.com slash MPGA. That is this Sunday at 8 PM Eastern time. Also, if you want to bet on some football games this weekend, like I lost a lot of money this past weekend, go to betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs and casino games. Um, thanks for everyone who checked it out. If you haven't checked it out yet, please check out my special something from nothing. It's a stand-up comedy special. You can find it on Amazon, Vimeo, YouTube, uh, almost every, uh, um cable provider on demand so please check that out something from nothing also got some road dates here this weekend i'll be at bananas in hasbrook heights new jersey friday and saturday on december 3rd and 4th i'll be at the comedy zone in harrisburg pennsylvania and for any people upstate in binghamton new york this state just added i will be at waterman's waterman's it's it's a small venue so it will sell out so please come down and uh, get your tickets now waterman's in binghamton and that is december 10th at 8 p.m um that's all i got right now mr president the floor is yours thank you it's always been mine hello everybody it's jl um Righteous PK podcast will be coming back next week because uh, i really do have a new samsung computer <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> that inspired bit of comedy up front was based on a true story. Um, as far as shows, so yeah, make sure you're still subscribed to that. Or if you're not subscribed to it, uh, just go subscribe on Spotify or Apple that the show will be back weekly starting next week. Uh, right before Thanksgiving. And as far as live dates, many live dates coming up. Um, December 9th, Pittsburgh Improv. December 16th to the 19th, DC Improv. Uh, January 7th and 8th, Harrisburg Comedy Zone. January 27th, Chicago Improv. Uh, February 2nd, San Jose Improv. February 6th, flappers in burbank so a lot of, a lot for you chicago midwest and, and west coast fans finally uh coming to see you guys and then if you are a listener of this show and you are in the salt lake city area i need help booking a show independent venue bar venue but i'm in utah for three days seeing the utah jazz on february 9th and february 11th thursday february 10th if you got a buddy a friend a bar a backyard yeah 100 <laughs> people between you know 200 or less if you got a connection or somebody please hit me up on on twitter or or facebook or or through my website um hoping to book a, a gig if not i'll just enjoy a little vacation but i do know i have fans in salt lake city so it'd be it'd be fun to do that in between jazz home games because i think i could actually hype it up pretty pretty well with the fan base i have from being famous for four months and a Utah Jazz fan. So, okay. Thank you for listening to all that. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Join the Patreon at some level. The content is, is really exceptional and uh, we appreciate your support. So bye. God help us all. <laughs>